everybody. You're listening to Take the Elevator, and this is Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we are clearly in a very hyped, energized mood. Awesome mood. I woke up, and one of the first things I see when I go into my office or my studio is a new sign that I bought that says, wake up and wow the world. Mm. You like that? Are you wowing them? I believe I am. Cool. This month, we're talking about self-love. Yeah. You know, we're talking about self-love, so I'm making sure I'm practicing along with our listeners and experiencing the whole thing. Are you? Oh, I always practice self-love. Absolutely. So why don't we start today with a would you rather? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go along with this one today because I'm in a really good mood and hopefully, you know, the would you rather vibe is on my side. All right. This one is number 317 and it actually asks if you would rather play doubles or singles in tennis. Oh, easy, easy. (laughs) Ah, The vibe is good today. I would much rather play singles. No doubles for me. How rude. I like doubles with you. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, here we go again. Here's the difference between Corey and Jen. I like (laughs) that I'm good at tennis, so I like to win. You like to win. I thought we won as a duo on the tennis courts. Okay, guys, I like playing as a duo. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Not to sound lazy, but it's just easier for me to play half a court oh my. and have you take care of the other. Nice. We haven't played tennis in a while. True. Uh, but I'm looking forward to getting back on that court. Say when. Hey, elevate. Last week, we spoke about self-love, what it was, and why it's important. Corey, I'm going to ask you a question. How has your sleep been lately? Um, My sleep has been pretty good. I, I don't typically have a issue with sleep unless I take naps in the day when I shouldn't be napping in the first place, you know. But for the most part, my sleep is pretty full, pretty complete. As a matter of fact, I remember waking up this morning saying, man, I slept good and I oh, slept good. the entire night. Yeah, that's always good. So sleep is part of how we express love for self. You know, it's taking care of ourselves. So today I think we're going to talk about how self-love looks. Okay. And there's a whole bunch of different ways, and I don't think we're going to touch every single one in this session, for sure not. So if you guys have things to add, please, please do so on jenthebuilder.com. So I'm going to take a moment to just walk you through or talk you through the website. If you go on Jen the Builder, you become a member. On the top right side is a button called Forum. And in the forum, you'll see a Take the Elevator section. And that's where the questions are posed. And that's where you can share your thoughts. So we would love to hear from you there. Indeed. Speaking of self-love, Corey, I'm loving this tea that you are making us while we're recording for this podcast. Yeah, see, I had this idea the last time. And and so I thought, oh, I'll have a nice hot tea and just put me in that really relaxed mood. And, you know, fortunately, I had enough to make you one last time and this time. And so I'm investing in teas. Yeah, mine is called Raspberry Zinger. Mine is Tangerine Zinger. Okay, so another thing, too, is something we're going to touch on is good health. When it comes to loving self, and especially with health, we usually pay attention to health when it's poor or when something's wrong, right? And I just experienced that a few months ago. It's good practice to really sit down, reflect, and 
let's do this prompt. Let's name some things that we're happy for, grateful for, as far as our health, things that we're able to do because we are in good health. Okay. I have a slight curveball for you, though. Okay. I think I'm ready. Okay. For those that don't know, I had a tumultuous past with the bottle. In that past life that I lived in so abundantly, too much abundance, there are some effects that my body has from those indulgences. So what I like to say is, although I'm attempting to live a very healthy lifestyle right now, I'm saying this for a reason, because I know there's people listening that are saying, yeah, I can't be healthy. Yeah, I can't get to the point to where I need to be because of this or because of that. And that's still not a good excuse. And the reason why is because even though we have ailments or things that have happened to us because of our past or not even because of what we've done, but because of whatever may have occurred, Mm -hmm. be it because of diabetes or high blood pressure or anything, you can still focus on the positives of your health. And so, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I put that out there and everyone can be aware that you don't have to not focus on health because you have an ailment or you have some residual effect of a previous lifestyle. Right. I know that there's a lot for me to be grateful for, even in this journey towards getting healthy. I am grateful for the fact and I'm loving the fact that I'm able to walk on my two feet again without the use of crutches or a knee scooter, because that's been my condition for the last couple of months. I'm grateful that I'm able to get up and take care of myself. You know, that's something I took for granted Corey, I was really dependent on you for a couple of months there because I was in so much pain. Yeah. And so it's like a new, it's a total awakening for me. Yeah. And that's an amazing thing to know that you were once, you weren't bedridden, but you were just really off your feet. Yeah. And so now to see you up and about and walking around is a pretty good thing. For me, health and joy and bringing love to myself is the fact that I'm building healthy relationships. And it's not that I had unhealthy relationships. I just didn't build relationships. I was good with not having any relationships. I was okay with people thinking whatever they thought about me. And the reason why I was okay with that was because people didn't know me. Mm -hmm. I came to a point in my life where I said, I I really want people to get to know me. I want people to understand me. And I don't want to take that for granted anymore. You know, I'm a part of a lot of people's lives that I have a lot of direct effect on. And so for those people to have friends and family members that know me but don't really know me, I'm able to now build a good, healthy relationship. And that brings me joy. That brings me happiness. And I'm good with that. I agree. I love seeing that part of you growing and developing. And there's another thing about self-love is recognizing when there is growth and development in your life and taking the time to say, congratulations, Corey, you have graduated to forming healthy friendships that are needed in your life. Yes, right. definitely need it. So congratulations, Corey. Every day, elevate. Every day, elevate. So, Corey, you know, part of my morning routine is starting off my day with a list of things that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. I asked a couple of my friends today, as a matter of fact, hey, when you guys do your gratitude list or your grateful list, Do you ever put yourself on there? And out of the three of us, only one of us do. 
And so it really led me to think about this more clearly when we're talking about self-love. We will external face all day about who and what we're grateful for. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes to ourselves, we tend to not even go there. Right. And I know that you and I are very different. And so I will say that I don't. And you will probably say. I do. (laughs) Right. So this is a good practice for me. I do want to say I spent some time with some of my team and I really want to give them a shout out. You know, we talked about self-love. They really opened up and it taught me so much. So you guys are the inspiration for this part of the podcast right now. Just want you to know. Nice. Thanks, team. Yes. So we started off with this quote and I want to share it with you, Corey, and see what you think about it. Okay. It's by a person named Sadgurin. And it says, your joy, your misery, your love, your agony... Your bliss lie in your hands. Do you need to hear it again? Yes, please. So your joy, your misery, your love, your agony, your bliss lie in your hands. I agree. Completely. Yes, totally. Totally agree. So that was easy. And so we're going to go forward with this. So we spend time expressing gratitude for others and for the things that we have. But when was the last time that I've said I'm worth celebrating and here's why? In fact, we shy away from that because it feels a little arrogant. It feels really big headed. I did this exercise with some of the team members and one person in particular found this practice a little difficult. She didn't know where to start and where to go. But when she started writing, she started recognizing who she was and her worth. Corey, we're going to start with you because this is something that you have no problems with. What are some things that have happened in your life that you were like the most proud of? So I'm going to start somewhere else and then I'll get to what I'm most proud of. The reason why I'm able to do this, Mm -hmm. I'm able to do this because as a child, my mother and father had two very talented children. My sister, who has passed away, was um, a junior Olympian, and she was the best in the entire world in her class throwing shot put and disc. Mm -hmm. She was so good that Time Magazine wanted to put her on the cover. There were some things that happened with mom and my sister between the time she was supposed to be on the cover and actually get making it on the cover that kind of diverted that. However, just extremely talented. I tried to follow in her footsteps and I did a pretty good job. I didn't make it to the best in the world as a teenager, but I was definitely on my way before my father had a severe heart attack. I bring this to the front of this portion because we just always had this thing where we couldn't brag. We couldn't talk about how good we were. We couldn't talk about how well we did because it wasn't about us. It was almost not fun to some degree because you want to you want to feel good about that and like i said before there was no self-degradation and there was no pity parties so you just did what you did it was expected that you did well to this day in the junior high school in uh, a city very close by we both hold the record for longest shot put throw at this particular junior high school i'm dating myself we had junior high school back then but 
Something that I'm proud of today it has nothing to do with a sport or a gift in singing or playing. I'm most proud of the fact that I learned at a very young age how to fight fair. That really makes me feel good. I don't have to stoop to calling names or making gestures that are offensive. I don't have to call up past events to bring someone down. If we disagree, I just want to be able to have that honest conversation Mm-hmm. and work it out. And I'm so proud of myself that I don't stoop to that level of making fun of people or hurting people's feelings to get my point across. But I think for me, with my life and the experiences, I'm the most proud of the fact that I've learned to ask for forgiveness. I've learned to forgive myself without other people's forgiveness. And I've learned to bestow that upon other people as well. I think that's huge for being able to move forward. Forgiveness is a challenge, especially when, you know, you've been severely hurt. That's definitely something I'm most proud of, and I'm proud of where it's taken me through life. I wanted to add a challenge, if I may here, because what you and I are doing right now, Corey, is we're recognizing what we're proud of, and we're going to go into, you know, what we love about ourselves. We rely a lot, maybe not you again, I rely sometimes on people giving me the love that I need. You know, if I'm not feeling good, let me talk to Corey, because he'll give me some feel good kind of stuff. Is there a problem with that? Um, yeah, there there could be a really big problem with that, because if someone doesn't give you what you need or what you think mm-hmm. you need, and that's the key, what you think you need, you know, it can really start to damage you and hurt you in a very adverse way. And sometimes you think you need something that you really don't need. And so you're asking for this and you get it, but it doesn't fix the problem. Right. And that's why it comes back down to loving yourself enough to know that's not what I need. I I don't need someone to pump my head up right now and tell me how great I am. I need someone to be honest with me and tell me, hey, look, you need to get your act together. Here's a kick in the butt. Get back on the road and start doing what you need to do. And that can be a form of self-love too. Mm, Seeking out the truth. Seeking the truth. Absolutely. It's good practice for us to make a list of what we love about ourselves because again, You don't want to depend on other people to give you that love. That should come from within. True. So here's where I'm going to go with this before we answer that question. Our next episode is going to be an awesome episode on being centered and grounded. Because here's where I go visually. When you talk about work-life balance or just balance in general, what you visually might see is like a seesaw or almost like a weigh scale, right? Like if you put too much on the right side, the left side goes up. What I want to imagine for us and the purpose of elevating people is to really talk about being grounded and having four pillars rooted into the ground. So that first pillar that I'm talking about or that first really important factor in who we are and our foundation is our security. And security is found in how we love ourselves and how we perceive ourselves. I don't think we talk enough about being grounded and centered. Right. You know, so, okay, let's go back. To what we love about ourselves. Sounds good to me. Am I starting or you? I like when you start because it gives me time to think. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm I'm making sure that I'm just explaining what I love about me. Yeah. It's going to be a real quick one, Jen, because I I, I can sum this up very fast, very easy. I just love me. 
And <laughs> that's enough for me right there is just to, I'm not in love with me, but yeah. I just love me. I know what I need. I know what I don't need. I know what I want. I know what I don't want. You, you know this about me. I, I don't, do. I never have to be asked more than once what I need to do, what I want to do, where I need to go, where I want to go. It's, it's just something that I'm very much aware. I'm self-aware. I know when my spiritual life is off balance. I know when my emotional life is off balance. I know when I need to sit down and watch a chick flick with you because it's just been too long. That's who I am at the core of me. And I've said that before, but that's just what it is. So for me, I'm not quite where you're at. And I'm, I'm okay with that because I am a work in progress. I love myself for quite a few reasons, actually. I love the creativity piece. I love that I'm very right side brained. You know what I mean? Like, I just love the way I see things. I love that I'm curious, that I always want to learn and I want to grow and I want to become better. And I'm almost a little childlike. I'm not saying immature, but I just like looking at things like, in awe and bewilderment. Like, I don't ever want to lose that. You know, I don't want to be bored. You know what I'm saying? I love the courage that you and I have together, you know, and that's where we're also going to take this is when Corey self-loves the way he does. And when I do, what does that look like when the two come together? And how does that work in a relationship and a friendship? Well, part of that is what we're doing right now and how we got here. And doing this podcast, it kind of developed because of the amount of self-love that we had for ourselves. And then the love for ourselves is translated to how we love one another. So it's easy to see when love is abundant. Every day. This part, though, is about making time for yourself. So my question to anyone listening, my question to us is when we do have downtime, how are we spending that time? So, Corey, the other day we were talking about things that we're seeing on social media that people are doing to promote self-care and self-love. What are some standouts to you? Big standouts to me are some of the things that I saw in the past, uh, people purchasing homes. I've seen some renovations. Lydia renovated her house. I didn't see that on social media. I just I'm aware of that because she's a, a close friend of ours. Also, uh, Yvonne bought a home. She was able to enjoy that and she shared that on social media. I, I was just overjoyed to see how happy they were. Gloria purchased a home and she was able to experience and, and then express her happiness, her joy behind that. So those are just a few of the situations that I've noticed that people were giving some self-love and be experiencing some joy. Some things that we can incorporate for self-care daily, simple things like taking a longer shower. I've been doing that lately and I've enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, but I don't think I could take uh, any longer showers because mine are already pretty long, so. Taking a bubble bath is something else that I enjoy. But you know what? It's actually not bubbles. Because of my foot, we've been more intentional about soaking in bath bombs and Epsom salt, which has worked wonders on my leg. Right. And guys, if, if, if there are any men listening, let me tell you something about the bath. There was a time when I said, oh, no, baths are for girls. I don't do baths. Mm. But I got older. <laughs> and I realized something. If you take a hot bath after a long day and you get some of those oils and uh, some of the salts and bath bombs in there, it's not that bad. And as a matter of fact, it, it makes you feel a whole lot better the next day. So just putting that out there if you want to try it. Yeah. 
So I'm going to correlate our This Monday show to drinking some tea. You know, we talked about that on Monday. It still applies to this. Drinking tea is very much about self-care. We talked about the benefits. In fact, we're drinking tea again right now. Along with the tea, I say to create the perfect ambiance, go ahead and listen to music, light a candle, make your favorite dish. You know, a lot of people meditate, plan on doing something new. You know, all those things. Take a hike. We were talking about people going outside, ride a bicycle, you know, and just get out there. Another thing that I love, of course, is the vision board. We spoke about that one, too. Yes, we did. Prepare and eating a healthy meal. Here's something we love to do, and that's go shopping. Yes, we love to shop. What was the last thing we bought? Seasonal times of year type of items for the home. Yeah, and we're always buying stuff for our studio, but we actually have a really cool purchase. Hopefully that goes through. So I'm not going to speak on it, but I'm definitely going to speak on it when I'm looking at it in my house. Yeah, me too. I- I'm I'm being very cautious. We've done this before where we got so excited and talked about it and it didn't happen. So want to make sure we don't do that this time. Corey, we just talked to you about the wonderful sleep that we got last night. Right. So sleep, of course, is huge. Taking a nap is important. I love my naps. I know sometimes if we take them too long or too late in the day, it'll mess up your sleep at night. So we just have to be careful with that. Mm -hmm. Of course, watching your favorite movie. Here's what I like. Listening to audio books and listening to podcasts like you are right now. Absolutely. I've got some podcasts that I listen to that are motivational and just uplift me. So I love listening to them in the morning. And then I have one that I listen to midday. So just good energy. I'm very open to listening to new podcasts, but I have like three right now that I'm really intrigued by. So I'm I'm listening to them avidly. The thing that I'm open to more than anything are the vlogs that are on uh, YouTube. They just blow me away with some of the stuff people are creating and how they're able to build a a following. And it's not just about the following, but it's just that if I'm interested and you find that there are 5,000 to a million other people interested, these people are really tapping into something that's very interesting. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's so much out there. In fact, I just read an article where since working from home in COVID, social media has actually increased in usage by 47%. And with that being said, you know, we're looking for ways to connect. People are craving creativity and expressing that. So that's awesome. And then I also read, though, that it can go really bad for you, depending on what you're looking at in social media. Mm, So they recommend that you follow people that are positive, that don't do drama, because who you follow and what you interact with actually dictates what comes out on your feed. So if you're feeding into the drama, that's what's going to come up on your feed. Right, right. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Pretty interesting. This one I love, buy yourself some flowers. Yes. I really want to start getting flowers like every two weeks, you know, just a fresh bouquet. It makes me so happy. Yeah, we've done that a couple of times in the past. And and I think we just get caught up in the rat race so much that we forget from time to time. But I think we need to make that a priority just to buy flowers for the house and for ourselves and for you. Thank you. No problem. So part of self-care also is actually reaching out to other people. So some tips on this is call a friend. Someone you haven't spoken to in a long time. And really, you know, we text, it's it's quicker and that's great. But to actually have a conversation, uh, I've had some Zoom calls with my cousins 
And that's been an amazing time. And Corey, I think I've fallen asleep on the Zoom calls a couple of times because we just stay on. It's almost until the morning. And that's really hard to believe because I remember hearing <laughs> all the laughter and all the just joy and fun you guys were having. So if anybody fell asleep on that call, they had to be dog tired. Another one that I'm going back to is writing a letter. So this is twofold. You can write a love letter to yourself. You know, it's the same concept as when you're making a grateful list, include you on there. I've never, I'm sure it's been done before and I'm sure someone has already, you know, pretty much made this popular. I've just never heard of writing a letter to myself, but it makes sense. I can tell me everything I need to know, right? Right. (laughs) If you want more ideas on writing a letter to yourself, a lot of people do writing a letter at the beginning of the year, talking about how you see your future self opening it up again at the end of the year or writing yourself a letter on your birthday and opening it up, you know, next year's birthday. And you can really see the growth and remember like, oh, wow, that's what I was really thinking a year ago. That is a great concept. I really like that. Any other ideas, Corey, for self-care, self-love? Oh, man, there's plenty. I mean, this is an adult listening podcast. And so love and romance, the idea of romance is definitely one of those reachable type of deals. So have that in your life. Have some love, have some romance, have some connection, have some intimacy with someone that you love and someone that loves you. That would be really good to be able to get that self-love going as well. Hey. So I just want to end this episode with a very simple but powerful statement. And it reads, simply give to yourselves that which you need, which is love and appreciation without judgment. Well, you know us at Take the Elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. Every day.